Can you return to a fulfilling, challenging and successful career after a long career break? After listening to this collection of returner stories, we hope your answer will be a resounding yes. I'm Karen. And I'm Liz. We're both coaches with Women Returners, the Return to Work Specialists. We work with employers and career returners to enable professionals to return to satisfying and fulfilling work after career breaks of two, five or 15 plus years. Over the years, we've coached hundreds of career returners and we're excited to share some of their inspirational stories with you. On our Career Returners podcast, you'll hear from a diverse range of people who are successfully back at work after taking long career breaks for childcare, eldercare, health, relocation or other reasons. They share the ups and downs of their return to work journeys, the challenges, the rewards and their learnings. After each story, Liz and I will chat over some of the key themes that emerged and share some of our top return to work tips. A big thank you to JP Morgan for supporting us to bring this podcast to life. Now in its ninth year, the JP Morgan re-entry program offers experienced professionals who've taken a career break of at least two years the support and resources they need to relaunch their careers. Currently running in the UK, US, Europe, India, Singapore and Hong Kong, JP Morgan's re-entry program provides a fully supported transition back to work. In keeping with the international reach of their programme, in Series 2 of our podcast, we've captured stories of returners returning to work both in the UK and in other countries. After listening to this episode, do head along to womenreturners.com, where you'll find lots of advice, over 100 success stories, and a range of return-to-work opportunities for people on a career break wanting to get back to work. And do also sign up to our free network and Facebook group for extra support and connection. This episode is dedicated to our wonderful and much-missed colleague, Liz Mason, who died suddenly in February 2022. In this episode, Juhi talks about attending an event on returning to work at London Business School, which opened her eyes to returner opportunities. Prior to joining the Women Returners team as our client director, Liz was alumni director at London Business School and planned this event. She was always so passionate about helping returners like Juhi return to fulfilling work. This therefore feels like a fitting tribute to the wonderful work that Liz did, the legacy of which lives on. I'm delighted to introduce today's guest, Juhi Asnani. Juhi is an experienced technology consultant, having spent her career working in technology roles in the UK, the US and her home country of India. Following the birth of her son and a shift in her husband's career, Juhi relocated to the UK to continue her career with Capgemini. This was a challenging time, and after a few changes, Juhi took a three-year career break to focus on supporting her son through his schooling and a few milestone exams. Juhi's story highlights the flexibility, resilience, and fear conquering that many returners face. And in July 2019, I'm pleased to say she successfully returned to work through the Fidelity Returner Program. Juhi, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for such kind words. And I'm so happy to be here and be part of this chat. Welcome. It's so great to have you here with us. Likewise. Juhi, tell us a little bit about your career background and your experience before you took a career break. So um, prior to the break, I was working for Capgemini in India. 
a few times uh, in the US as well. So uh, mostly uh, my previous roles have been around development and testing mainframes mostly and uh, yeah, uh, financial services. I was, uh, I was part of Capgemini for almost uh, eight to nine years. And then I relocated to the UK and I resigned from Capgemini India and then I rejoined Capgemini UK, which was not so hard for me because uh, everybody knew me and there was an opportunity and I just uh, interviewed for the opportunity and everything went through fine. Interesting. So, so lots of work in the, in the technology areas and you've experienced there, like you say, of working in India and the US before you um, relocated to the UK. So what did you, you know, what did you enjoy most about those different experiences that you had at that time? Working across the cultural backgrounds is in itself an experience. So that's, that's one, that's one for sure. And then um, uh, since, you know, I've worked in India, it became easier for me to collaborate with people there and obviously here as well, because it tends to make you think, you know, uh, people then generally feel comfortable when you talk to them the way they understand they want to be spoken to. So obviously it made me resonate with people far, far better since, you know, it was a global, uh, because of the global experience. Uh, The cultural wise, the difference is there, obviously, but it makes you have more empathy for uh, people of different backgrounds and I think you can get your work done more easily if you know uh, how to interact with people of diff- in different uh, walks. It's really interesting, sort of this journey that you've been on of kind of developing your career in India and then working in the US and then in the UK. How do you think sort of, you know, you, you touched upon sort of working with the different cultures, but how do you think that that shaped you as a professional? Technology-wise, there's not too much of difference. and But it's, it's the people that you work with that matters the most. So I think... Uh, my problem solving attitude obviously changed because I can work with people of different thought process. So mm. it doesn't make me feel fearful because uh, when you are from a particular country, you do tend to get, uh, you know, a bit nervous when you come to a different country and stuff. Mm. So uh, it doesn't make me feel that way at all. I mean, my team is lo- uh, located in India now and obviously managers, my, the, the, the experts who stay, who are here, they're all here. So I can interact very comfortably with, it doesn't give me jitters as such. So yeah, I think it's more about problem solving and how you are able to collaborate with people of different uh, cultures. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting because when you, so when you moved over from India, so you stayed within the same organization with Capgemini, but just working in London. And so obviously there was some familiarity there in the same organization, were there differences that you encountered in terms of working styles, working environments, uh, the team? Absolutely. So um, people here, they go for uh, uh, networking and everything in the evenings and stuff. So that's not something I was very used to. I mean, obviously we used to go for team dinners, team lunches and everything, but it's a different way. Yeah, you go to the pub, you, you know, have a few drinks. That's the time when people open, tend to open up and stuff. So, uh, that's something which I had to actually get used to because I wasn't used to that culture here. <laughs> that's something which I learned, which is actually really, really good because it makes you, uh, this is actually a better way of working because this is a time when you get to, you know, know people. Uh, that's the time when people open up. It makes it, it makes your working, um, 
relationship with people far more easier. It makes you feel comfortable when you are at work. So uh, that's something which was different. Here is a little bit different. I mean, even if I stay a little bit uh, late in the evening, you know, or if you work on weekends and stuff, it tends to get acknowledged. People say thank you. <laughs> Julie, how did you find that, you know, being being the only female and, and being a mom as well? So, you know, have, having to adapt, there, there were some challenges along the way in terms of, you know, readjusting and working with different cultures, different ways of doing things and obviously wanting to be there as a mom as well. So what kind of thing did you do to help yourself to adapt and, and adjust to, to new ways of working and, and be able to, you know, network and connect in with the team like you wanted to? It was very, very challenging uh, to begin with. When I started off, uh, my son was really uh, quite young. He just started. We just started sending him to daycare and stuff. So it was extremely challenging for me. I had taken um, approval from my manager to, you know, allow me to um, start early and finish early. So bang, four o'clock it was uh, in the afternoon. And I used to get up from my desk and walk out of the office. <laughs> People used to stay back late work with you know go go out in the evenings I wasn't able to do that because I had to pick up my son before 6 p.m in the evening whereas the entire team would stay back <laughs> until 7 go for uh, drinks and stuff so uh, that was uh, that's the time when they used to get the time to gel with, with each other know each other that was a bit hard so what I did in terms of overcoming those challenges was, I mean, obviously your work needs to speak for yourself. So you just need to keep brushing up your skills and making sure that work-wise you're doing uh, uh, justice to what you're doing and uh, keep upgrading yourself, uh, you know, your technology skills and or whatever skill you're, you're, you need to be there to do a good job. So I would read a lot on weekends and it was challenging. It was challenging for sure. There were times when... My son had just started going to the pre daycare, so uh, he used to catch this flu every now and then. I had to take uh, leaves and plant leaves very often. So yeah, I mean, there were a lot of challenges that were there. But I mean, obviously, you've got to believe that it's going to, uh, it's just a phase and it's going to go away. Yeah, and I think it reflects a lot of the the challenges that we hear from returners when they go back to work and they're, you know, they're trying to juggle all their home responsibilities as well as establishing themselves in their role. Yes, so you, you, you've told us, Ju, here that um, after about a year or so at Capgemini London, you decided to leave and then you took a number of, uh, of consulting roles before you actually decided to take a longer career break to be at home to support your son. What was that like, taking that time off? How, how did that feel? Suddenly you were at home, could then focus on your son, which must have been, a, you know, a wonderful thing. But how did that feel to suddenly not be working and to be at home and to just be in a different rhythm of life? So during that time, I was in the phase when my family needed me and I wanted to care for my son. And so I was very, very happy. It was very relaxing for me because I had been through a very challenging phase to manage both work and home. So in the beginning, it was very, very relaxing. I was far too, I mean, I was so relieved that I don't have to manage one part of, you know, the professional thing. I got some rest. I got um, time to take care of my son and I got time to enjoy his younger days. Then um, there were a few milestone exams which he had to go through he did really well with those and obviously it's a sense of achievement that, you know, okay, you're there to help uh, your kids when you, when they need you the most. 
I was happy with everything that was happening in my life. But there was always this gap. And I always had it in the back of my mind that I do need to get back to work at some point of time. I just don't know when. And obviously, the, those few years, they taught me a lot of other things as well uh, in terms of they made me more resilient. They made me more patient because um, I learned more about people. I uh, Earlier when I would uh, solve a problem, I would not give it so much thought and I would get very nervous if I had to encounter a problem at work. But obviously, um, when I... Uh, uh, took the break. There are so many, many transferable skills that you acquire during time when go through these kind of phases in life. That's something which uh, uh, helped me have more empathy with people. Uh, My problem-solving capabilities improve because there's nothing which I feel that cannot be solved because I feel there's always has to be a way out to do to solve a problem. There's nothing which you can't uh, do, you know. Okay, you think out of the box. If if you can't solve a problem in a in one way, there has to be another way, to, a better way of doing it. So my fears have reduced, obviously, because I don't get as scared as I used to get seeing problems uh, before. You deal with different kinds of situations when you are bringing up raising kids. It helps you develop those transferable skills which you can use in your work. Now, the role that. I'm currently in, I need to work with technology stakeholders across the board. Everybody has different temperaments. There are, there are so many problems I encounter on a daily basis. Every, you know, every day we have something or the other, but it doesn't make me as stressed out as I used to be earlier because of the journey I've been through. It's something that we hear from lots of returners about the different life skills that they build during that time when they're off on a break. And we hear from employers about the fact that returners are coming in and they have this wisdom, they have this sense of perspective from having been off. It really sort of enables them to step back and bring a different perspective to the team, which is really valued. So, Juhi, what was your experience of, of trying to get back into work after your career break? You know, tell us a little bit about some of the challenges and specifically how did you overcome those challenges? First thing was, I think, uh looking for something that suits my skill set. So I had to get something. I think the first thing, I mean, even before that, it's actually self-belief because I wasn't even sure whether I'll be able to get back to work. How will I manage? How will my family manage? There were so many questions that were going on because I was doing everything for those three years. Uh, I had taken a back seat. I kept brushing up my skills always. I used to always prepare, read whatever I had, but obviously it was, it's different from actually working. So it doesn't make you feel as confident as you are when you are actually in the role. So uh, first thing is self-belief. So uh, I wasn't sure whether uh, I was, I would be able to do uh, what I wanted to do. Second thing was, of course, whether I'd be able to find the right kind of role to match my skill set. How am I going to even go from, you know, morning to nine o'clock to evening, five o'clock? Am I going to be, I'm going to be out of the house at that time. How am I going to manage? I never even thought about working flexibly because I had never tried it out. So many questions uh, in my head. uh, But thankfully, my husband has been, you know, he had done his MBA from business school. There was this event uh, that women returners had organized at LBS that was actually at the beginning of my break. And uh, he just said, you know, that why don't you go and just attend this? It's just an event um, uh, and there's nothing to lose there. 
you'll get a different perspective. And I went to this event hosted by uh, women returners. I saw this panel of uh, ladies, lovely ladies who came articulating their journeys like what I'm doing today. Um, they came and spoke on that event and they said, oh, you know, we've uh, we've been, we've, we've come back to work and it's game changing for us. I mean, emotionally, mentally, uh, I mean, in addition to obviously the career boost that they had, these were the other benefits. And I said, okay, fine. And uh, I attended that event. I came home and I said, okay, um, I was I was very happy to meet everybody. And I said, okay, this is a possibility. So it was always at the back of my head that women there is there is this organization which uh, I can probably reach out to at some point uh, to see if uh, it's something that I could explore. I didn't even know if I wanted to get back into technology, to be very honest, because I had been uh, off work. So I thought first I should at least ask those questions to myself. And I approached uh, this, um, there's this coaching that Women Returners does in one-to-one coaching. And Rachel um, uh, was was my coach during that time. So I just, uh, you know, spoke with Rachel and then I I actually um, went in for that course and she asked me so many questions, which got me thinking that, you know, what do I want to do with my life? And it made me reassure myself that, yeah, I do want to get back into technology. There's nothing else which, uh, you know, I would want to do other than this. So then I started looking out for roles. Fidelity came my way. There was no looking back after that because... Luckily, I mean, I don't know whether it was luckily or not, but uh, Fidelity had an office in Tunbridge and the skill set that they had on the Women Returners website was exactly something which I thought that this is something I can do. It was in Tunbridge. So I said, okay, this is not going to be very hard. I can drive down to work, 20 minutes drive from my place. So that's why I applied for the role. I mean, that's when I applied uh, for the role for Fidelity. Everything went through very, very smoothly and I got the offer. <laughs> that's great to hear. And, and you know, c- many congratulations on your journey back. I think for, for me, what I loved about that was that kind of bedrock of self-belief and building upon that loss of professional confidence that returners face. You know, it, it's not about your social confidence, but it's actually about you disconnecting from the professional world and then re-establishing that and building on that base and really finding finding out that it is possible to return, asking lots of questions, having a coach help you and ask you lots of questions, and then, you know, building back up and, and returning back in. So Juhi, you got your role at Fidelity. It felt like it was meant to be. It was a role that you felt you could do. You felt confident about doing it. Tell us what it was like those first few weeks when you went back to work. So you'd been off on a career break for three years. What was it like coming back? I was terrified. <laughs> so for starters, for starters I, I joined because I thought it's going to be in Tunbridge. And in the first couple of days, I learned that the Tunbridge office is going to close in 2020. The travel is going to be to Kingswood offices or to Cannon Street. I said, okay, let me hang on. Let me let me see what happens. We'll see. 2020, it was 2019 during that time. I said, okay, a year. I still have a year to think what to do. So I said, let me let me deal with this one year first. The second thing was the work, actually. I would look at my uh, screen and I would read emails at least 20, 25 times before actually clicking on the send button. 
I was so, so scared that am I writing the right things? And I had to deal with multiple stakeholders across technology because that's what my role was meant to be. So those were the few things that, you know, I didn't even, I had even forgotten how to look out, how to use Outlook <laughs> to, be, to begin with. So luckily my manager, she was amazing. She was a lady, she's a lady, she's still with me and she's, she, I can't be th- more thankful to her. She helped me settle in so well and, uh, you know, um, um, bless her, she's amazing. So she helped me overcome those few challenges. They made me feel so welcome in the team. I cannot tell you, I mean, not just my manager, my entire team, they, you know, I, I even if I did something very, very little, they would praise me. And I don't know if I was really doing that great a job, but it made me feel good about myself and it make me made me start it start doing far better than what I was doing when I was when I joined the first few weeks you know but I mean I have to be uh, very 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 grateful to my manager and my uh, team we were forming a new team actually here uh, in Fidelity for um, the role that I am in so they sent my manager and I went to the US to have to learn how their team is taking care of the same uh, work in the US. So they trusted me enough to being a returner. They trusted me enough, sent me to, to the US. They, uh, uh, I learned about, you know, what they were doing there. All these things made me feel that, you know, they trust me enough to be able to do it. So um, that's something that really, you know, made me feel better valued over here. Those were my first few months at Fidelity. I think feeling valued is so important and it's great to hear that you had that amazing support, you know, to allow you to overcome those challenges that you're naturally going to face, that returners do face when you come back in, you know, the imposter syndrome, am I really that good? You know, all of those sort of feelings that that you face and you, you manage to build your confidence that way. And Dewey, I would love you to share your tips for others, you know, other other people that are looking to return to work. What would be your top tips that you would like to share? So first thing I think is self-belief, because if you don't believe in yourself, then no one will. So I think uh, you got to feel from within that you can do it. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Another thing is, you know, ask for help. Your family is there to support you. Talk to your kids. Your kids will understand you. My son was so, so understanding. I was scared that, you know, what will he do? Will he be able to? There were days when uh, he would open the door and come with the key. We try not to avoid, we try to avoid that and make sure that one of us is around at home to welcome him when he returns from school. But he's fine even if we're not here. So, uh, uh, talk to your kids, talk to your spouses. They're all there. They're all very, very understanding. Talk to your managers. They will understand you. They do have empathy. Be open about the challenges. Be vocal about your challenges because if you're having problems, it, I mean, you're not, they're not going to know if you don't share with them, you know, your challenges. Learning to adapt to dynamic working ways is something which I learned. Um, at Fidelity, actually. I start my day sometimes at five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning because my team is uh, in India and the technology people are here. So I start my day sometimes at five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning, chat with my team, um, make sure they're all okay. If they need me around for something, I'm there to help. 
7.30 to 8.30, I am with my son. It's the school run. Although I don't need to drop him to school, I make sure he has all that he needs to be fine uh, in school. So that's the time which is a no, uh, you know, no work zone for me. So uh, that's the, organize yourself. I mean, know, know when your family needs you and try to work around those uh, times and stuff. Then again, once he leaves from uh, leaves home, I'm back on my laptop with my coffee and my breakfast. I'm here and right until four o'clock in the uh, evening. So when he rings the doorbell at four o'clock, I just I just disconnect completely from work because I know that's the time when I'm that's that's my time with him. That's not to be compromised at all. So don't compromise on your uh, you know on your time with your kids at all because. If you do compromise with your time with your kids, then you won't feel good about working. I know that I'm doing justice to both the sides when that makes me do better at work as well. So uh, that's something which um, I think one needs to uh, remember that try and uh, work flexibly, work dynamically, adapt to dynamic working ways. Once I've spent enough time with him, a couple of hours chatting with him and stuff, um, I get back to work. I mean... Brush up your skills regularly. Don't make sure that even if you are at home, do something. Take training courses. Present if you don't know what to do, then just take pre- presentation. Uh, you know, trainings on uh, how to present yourself. Use that time to brush up your skills as much as you can, because it's ne- it's not going to go waste, and it's only going to help you uh, when you actually get back to work. Yeah, I th- and I think that's wonderful advice. And uh, so much packed in there, Juhi, from having self-belief to asking for help from both family and from colleagues at work, from your manager, you know, being open about what some of your challenges are, you know, that brushing up on your skills piece. But what I'm really interested about is this flexibility and the adaptability that you talk about, about making it work both at home and at work, being there for your son, making sure that those that special time with him is protected and it, it is really is a priority for you. And I think you're really modeling that and, and it's really working. What, I, what I'm interested to hear about is, is you and your self-care. What we hear a lot from returners is that sometimes when they return to work, it is really overwhelming and it's quite hard to achieve that sort of work-life balance. And you're clearly making time for your son in this and prioritizing him. But how are you looking after yourself as well? Really interested to hear that. I think I still got to master that <laughs> because that's something which um, I'm not, uh, I mean, I I am into yoga and meditation. So, uh, I mean, yoga is something which I want to do, but it's always, you know, that I'm not able to find the time to do it. But um, uh, meditation is something which I have always been doing and that's really helped me um, stay in control of myself. Because obviously there are going to be challenges professionally, personally, which, uh, uh, you know, um, you just got to feel that you can overcome them. And it's a constantly evolving thing, isn't it, with balance that, you know, some weeks you're feeling in balance and then other weeks you're feeling slightly out of balance. And, and that's very normal and, and, and for everybody. So it's just, I guess, when you're feeling out of balance, how do you get yourself back in? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I... I think, I mean, if your mind is in control, everything will fall in place. Because for me, if I'm fine mentally, then I know that I can handle any challenge at work, at home. So it's all going to be okay. So I think what you need to do, I mean, that's something which I definitely uh, work on a lot, my mental uh, state of mind. That's something that I definitely work on. Self-care in terms of 
walking, exercising, yoga, that's something which I still need to put some work into. <laughs> Jimmy, when you were sharing your tips, what came across for me was really that feeling that you are able to be present in whatever you're doing, which I think is a real gift. And I hear Absolutely. that link now when you talk about meditation, you talk about giving yourself the headspace. So a lot of returners will struggle with the the guilt, with the juggle, with everything that we're, you know, we're trying to work with, everything that needs doing, um, you know, our caring responsibilities, work. And I think to be able to split up your day in the way that you're doing it so that it works for you, it might not work for everybody to get up early or, you know, in the, in the style that you do, but this is how it works for you. And when you're in the moment of work, you are in work, you're problem solving, you're enjoying it. And when you're with your son, you've got that great joy and pleasure that he's walking through the door and you can greet him and welcome him and switch off from work for a little bit. That's a really, that's a really key point, I think, to, to, you know, to bring through. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, um, just do justice to whatever you're doing during the moment. So Jimmy, looking back now, what are some of the things that you're most proud of in your in your return to work journey, both personally and professionally? So it's going to be three years uh, since I joined Fidelity on the 1st of July. I'm glad I've been able to uh, sustain there. Today, I don't just think about sustaining at work. It's about how can I grow? How can I excel? What can I do uh, to be a better version of yesterday of myself and I've built a team of three incredibly smart young ladies in India. We are an all-girls team which uh, it's it's just a happy coincidence. Other than that uh, I just completed the cloud certification exams. Fidelity uh, has amazing opportunities for you to grow. I used to get every email read and approved from my manager. I was so underconfident. Oh my goodness, I was like uh, lacking in confidence like anything. Today, I read my team's email drafts and I make sure they're doing, uh, they're sending, uh, you know, good emails to our technology stakeholders. So um, that's, that's, that's a huge change that's come through. Really inspiring, really inspiring. I think it's that making your return to work sustainable that you talked about in the early days and then moving into now in that three-year stage, that excelling at work. And what I loved about what you talked about was the, the passion and the purpose and the giving back, you know, making this really meaningful, helping your all-girl team um, to flourish and helping them to, to feel, you know, stable and confident in what they're doing, just like the support that you received. And, and I love that you talked about trust quite a lot as well that's a, a really key word trusting yourself but having that support around you to be able to build that trust in the early days absolutely absolutely I mean when I started off I would do it because I wanted to make sure that I'm uh, able to prove myself at fidelity but today when I work I do it for myself so I can't imagine a day without uh, being busy at work if there are any such days, it starts to make me feel very, very uncomfortable. So um, that's that's a change in my mindset, actually. That's something which I've probably, hopefully, been able to conquer my mind. And that's wonderful. And I think what really comes across to me is that not only are you a role model for your son and for your family, but also you're a role model for the young women in your team who you are developing and enabling to grow in their careers. 
Juhi, thank you so much for sharing your story with us this morning. It's been really lovely chatting with you and hearing all your tips and advice for all our listeners, which I'm sure will be very, very welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, even if it helps one returner get back to work, I think this chat is worth it. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you all are doing such an amazing job with women returners. So thank you, actually, (laughs) for helping me and for everybody out there who wants to return back to work. So reflecting on our conversation with Juhi, one of the things that struck me was the importance of being flexible and focused in the way that you work. Establishing a return to work that works for you and your personal circumstances. Juhi highlighted one of the main challenges returners face when rejoining the workplace, how to manage work and life and the challenge of being mentally present in whatever task you're doing, rather than your mind racing off about the other things you should be doing. Yeah, indeed. Not easy. I would say it can be developed though, and it helps to know what's important to you, where you will and won't compromise, and then to plan for it and think about what you might need to stop doing, let go of, or even delegate. And it's so important to be flexible in your approach, reviewing and adapting as things change. Like Juhi said, everything is a phase. And this is really worth bearing in mind when things feel intense. I loved how Juhi built her day to suit her needs, her work and her family. You'll recall that she was up early in the morning to chat with her team in India and make sure they were all okay. And then the school prep began with her son and Juhi designated that as her no work zone so she can be sure that her son has everything he needs, including, of course, his mum's attention. So important. And then having given her team her focus, she now gives her son her focus. And once he's left for school, she's back on the laptop with her coffee, working through till four o'clock when he comes home. I really liked how Dewey had yet again made this designated time to spend with her son because that was so important to her. I think the key word here, Karen, is focus. And through creating this flexible approach, Juhi has really enabled herself to be fully focused and present in the moment, be it work or family. And this is a gift we can all learn. I think it's essential to know what's important to you, your role and your family, and then to work out how you will make it work best for you. Yeah, I agree. And I also think it's about feeling good about working, isn't it? So it's balancing your emotions, taking care of yourself and doing practical things to make your return to work sustainable, like the dynamic working that Juhi talks about. Just knowing you have that designated time with your family is really going to help you to feel good in work and enjoy it. So on your return to work journey, we'd love you to take a snippet of inspiration from Juhi's story and consider how you could work more dynamically. What do you want your day to look and feel like? And importantly, where would you love to give more of your attention? Thanks for joining us today. And we really hope that this story will inspire you to take the next step in your own return to work journey. Do tell your friends and family about the Career Returners podcast. And when you get a moment, we'd love you to subscribe, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. A big thanks again to JP Morgan for supporting us to create this podcast series. JP Morgan has supported professionals on a career break to successfully return to work for many years and values the diversity, fresh perspective and wealth of experience that returning professionals can bring. Take a look at their successful re-entry programme if you're thinking about returning to work. 
And if you're looking for more advice and guidance in your own return to work journey, we're here to support you. Visit us at womenreturners.com and sign up to our free Women Returners professional network to hear about current returner opportunities and events, including our free monthly webinars for network members. And do join our growing community of returners in our Facebook group for valuable peer support. We look forward to you joining us again for our next episode of the Career Returners podcast. Mm -hmm.